Yo, 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 yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Okay. Pa- Phil, again, the pot has already started. Okay? I do gotcha. a little preamble now. Okay? Yep. Okay. Best, the best cold opens are the cold opens that go, this is a cold open. The best cold opens are go, time for the cold open. Time for the cold open. Thank you, cold open. All right. That was a terrific cold open. And now let's start the podcast. Actually, got to check my level still, but this is, we're going to do this together. Sammy <laughs> I forgot to do this before, but it's staying on the pot. You guys are getting a little about BTS, baby. Lime. Duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is hot garbage. Get the flare in here. Where's the fucking flare? There we go. I'm changing my lifestyle. I'm four, I'm four five, five women, women every day of my life. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where the comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, Dan Black, the funniest podcaster in the motherfucking universe. If you turn off this podcast, I'll fucking kill you. A.K.A. Dunsky Blackamora, A.K.A. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling, <laughs> a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof. I can tell my levels are way too high. Spoof, Raja coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Yeah, this girl, she's mine. And hop, hop, hum. <coughs> This is hot garbage. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Baby! Damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all our spicy, spicy, muy, muy, muy caliente, chef's kiss, mwah, 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 wrestling, reactions, and other stuff. Uh, I just had this song in my head and... I was thinking when I start the pod this week, I'm going to play it. A lot of talk about Malachi Black. All the fakes are snakes, baby. Alistair Black coming at you, everybody. You know this wrestler. He's got tattoos. He's married to Tia Trinidad, a.k.a. Zelina Vega. His name's Alistair Black. And it's time to see if he's actually good when he joins A.E. Motherfucking W. Black Mass 101, bitches. Man. Fire me up, dude. All right, everybody. Welcome to CalPod. Uh, is that not? That's like instantly so top five entrance Slaps. themes ever Another in Another Long Island wrestling. legendary band right there. Right, incendiary. Shout them out. I mean, god damn it. It's a bummer that song's just going to. 
I don't know, do nothing, right? Just exist on my playlist. Exist on our soundboard. Here. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, everybody, welcome back. Uh, before we get into it, this podcast is broadcast is uh, sponsored by Patreon.com. We're sponsored now by that. Wow. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Go support the podcast to access to our bonus episodes. We have bonus episodes every Friday. Um, and uh, you know the fucking drill. You know what's up. I don't want to explain it all. This that time. must mean do we don't need a, pod- a Patreon anymore. Because we're sponsored by Patreon. Right. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, we're, we're going to keep it. Patreon. We we're going to keep it, Patreon. though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, whew, let's just introduce the room here today because uh, it's actually going to be a smaller pod today. It's just uh, me and he's here. The nasty one. Nasty Newman Hagen. What's up, bro? What up, my man? I just blew my larynx. I was saying you were dressed exactly the same, except you're the weekend Bernie, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's version. Of right? Me. <laughs> you gotta play here. Play roll the roll the Alistair theme again. Yeah. <laughs> so this is weekend at Bernie's, where the Alistair Black music is the one that activates the spell. Okay, let's see. Rise from your grave. <laughs> Oh no, he's fine. He's, he's just no. That's my uncle. That's my uncle Bernie. He's uh, he's he's fine. He's got you know. He's got a bit of a twitch. He's got a little bit of a twitch. Oh I, no, I can't turn down that loud death metal. I can't turn that down. Oh my. Oh, oh well, we were having a good time. We were just having a good fucking time. Oh my god, it sounds like it's the Comedians Wrestling Champion, Jason Chibiro. Yeah, sounds like he's still coming live um, from what he calls the mainland, Hawaii. I would never call this paradise the mainland. I would never, it is the main place to be for me and my main mans, the Ever Beach Bad Boys, but this is on island. I am on island, yeah. I am the beautiful island nation of Hawaii, my adopted homeland. Are there lyrics to this song now that you've been in Hawaii so long? Is there? Yeah. A- <laughs> it's it called Aloha A, and you just sing that over and over again. That's it. <laughs> How does and it go? Can't, you, can't, you can't do it? I'm not going to appropriate the culture, because that I've been embraced. By Is it appropriating the, if you you said that you've been fully embraced? I mean, I've been fully it? embraced, but part of the reason I'm so embraced is because I know not to push it. They don't need me singing in Hawaiian. Look, everyone knows that I'm the you're PLC, telling me, POS. Wait a minute. You're telling me you're telling me that you, of all people, are succeeding because you know how not to push it? <laughs> yeah. Shebs is succeeding in Hawaii because of his respect. Because of his restraint? Of oh. Yes. See, here's what you guys and, and a lot of the listeners don't understand. And a lot of the listeners do understand. Is that in comedy, in art, in life, you don't know the line until you step over it. And I'm a guy who toes that line, or as Dan knows, I've always said this. Someone I, you idolize. I walk the razor's edge. And sometimes you make a little misstep. But for the most part, I'm right on the level you need to be to fly as close to the sun before those beautiful wax wings burn and melt. 
And that's yeah. why I'm respected here. That's why I embraced here, because I give the respect back. It's a two-way street. Honestly, I got to say, yeah. I've been getting a lot of respect from the podcast and the listeners as well. So I'm in a great mood. I don't feel like I'm some heel champion. I think I've proven that I've done nothing but support the pod and help the pod and grow the pod. And, and, uh, and I'm happy to be here, guys. Happy to hang with my, my friends. Okay, great. Well, listen, we got a lot. We got money in the bank coming up this weekend. That's uh, going to dictate a lot. Uh, well, what flavor? It's a passion fruit, truly hard seltzer. Oh my I like God. to live true. You're I like drinking? to stay true. Well, what look, time is it over there? So I think it's before noon over there. You're crushing it truly before noon? It's 11, 10 a.m. right now, Hawaii Standard Time. <laughs> that always catches me off guard that it's actually called Hawaii Standard Time. Yeah, it's Hawaii. That I mean, there's nothing like goof. There's nothing here. True. It's only it's literally Hawaii. five o'clock like what, somewhere. What other time would it be? Like, it, obviously, <laughs> what else would it be called? There's literally not another piece of dry land where a human being would have to record the time. <laughs> it's just Hawaii. And let me tell you another fun fact: it's Hawaii on its own time zone, right? Yeah, it's, no and, one yeah. else has that Hawaii. That time and zone. and we don't do daylight. We don't do yeah. daylight savings here. It just stays Hawaii standard. Sometimes I'm I'm five every time you say we it, it every time you say we for some reason triggers me but uh, I'm just saying it's a it's a rock in the middle it's a series of rocks there's like about eight main islands oh, a lot of rocks lime duh well I said passion fruit truly hard seltzer duh all right mm. anyway the point is all these islands they're all 808 area code they're all Hawaii Standard Time time zone and yeah. they're all firm Shibroniacs and supporter of the one true cow champion. All right, well, that's fine. Correct. We'll give you that. All right, here's the thing, though. I, Newman was just doing a, I don't know if you saw, but Newman was just doing a, he was doing a weekend at a, Weekend at Bernie's. We call weekend at Alistair's. Weekend at Alistair's. Have you done this bit before? No, no, he was doing Weekend at Alistair's. I'm curious if, but the, Newman, I mean, it was a, yeah. a bit that you absolutely demolished. Oh, um, so funny. If you're not watching the Comedians of Wrestling podcast on YouTube. you got to watch it on YouTube. I just want to make sure people know to go to the YouTube. Please just watch this. Start with this episode because that was spot on. It was fucking hilarious. Weekend at Alistair's is the unofficial third movie in the trilogy to Weekend at Bernie's. My well, you know, I studied, uh, I studied clowning in France, and so that's where I got all my body movement uh, Did you study stuff? Oh. Under uh, the Supreme Chancellor of Clowning, Marcel Marceau? Of course I did. That's incredible. Well, I wouldn't go um, all the way to France. That, who else would I, I don't know. study under? Hey, fun fact. The room I'm, I'm, uh, I, I stay in the penthouse on Alawai Boulevard in Hawaii, the yeah. guy who I rented it from, mm-hmm. uh, is a, he's a drama teacher in Hawaii, and he, what, he, he trained under Marcel Marceau in France. Nice. It's a lineage that's here. That's true? It is. Yeah, uh, no, that's 100% like, true. I swear. Yeah, like, I have a message for him. Oh, good for you. <laughs> send that over to him. I, I, um, I also yeah. need to say something about Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's one, I believe, there is no dancing. He's just a dead guy that they pretend isn't dead. Weekend right. at Bernie's two, yeah. that's when the voodoo curse is put on him, and then he animates for the Calypso music. So we that's were called, Who gives a shit? That's, no, called, <laughs> that's called a perfect, you're a sketch, you're a sketch teacher, that's called yeah. a perfect heighten. Perfect, Heighton. But let me tell you, if you haven't seen Weekend at Bernie's 2, if you have not watched that movie, go back and watch it. Because was, uh... there's a scene where he seduces a woman at a party, even though he's an animated corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dances her to the ocean, and they, I think, fuck on the beach. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is a plot point of Weekend oh at Bernie's 2. And she, the whole time, has no idea that this hey. guy is dead. Hey, baby, rigor mortis already set in. Nothing's getting soft. Every every like nineties. Oh, sorry, you go. 
Do you think that Weekend at Bernie's, the character Bernie, Weekend at Bernie's 2, do you think that his dick is flaccid and then when the no. music comes on, it hardens to the beat and then it pumps up to get a rock hard bone? Or do you think that he's hard the entire time? He's preapic. Oh I think he's, yeah, is he preapic or is he, is it like, yeah, like, uh, right. is it a bigger, more perpetually hard? Right? Is it right. one of those dancing Coke cans from the 90s? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what we all need to know. That's what I want to write to the editor uh, well, of Weekend like at Bernie's to think magazine. The curse gets him going. And then it goes from like, you know, phase one is just the body getting loose. You know, yeah, then right. phase two is like the hips or whatever. Phase three is the fucking the dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Yo, so I was talking to my. Uh, oh, oh, my, my God. We get a bonus two fucking rules. Yo. Oh, man. Oh, man. By Fuck the it. way, how this actor not get. There's no Academy Award for like best. Dead limbo, but this is this is incredible acting by the way. I mean, guy. this is this is why the Oscars are fucking bullshit. Like, they, they, yeah, that's gotta be up for best actor. I mean, that's who, fucking. Who, who's the actor who played? Uh, why, why is it always it's, like uh, you know, Terry you Kaiser? Gotta, you, gotta be, you, gotta be, you gotta be dying of cancer in a bed. You can't pull off Weekend at Bernie's too. No one's nominating the movie. I'm not saying this. They're not gonna be best script. Yeah. It's Terry Terry Kaiser who I mean he has more credits than anybody in the world. Can I, so, so I, I was uh, so can we, Shebs, can yeah. we talk about this for a second? So I was talking, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was giving uh, 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 one of my friends uh, a little improv lesson, okay? okay. And and I was, uh, I was given the note, like, all right, you've kind of, you've earned the funny idea here. Now make a move that you think is too big, mm-hmm. right, Newman? I've given you this note before. I'm like, like you don't realize that, like, to get ahead of the audience right now, they understand it enough. You could fucking shoot for the moon right now. You know right. what I mean? And that fucking weekend at Bernie's too is just shooting for the fucking moon. <laughs> like they're like, yo, people get it. They yeah. get it. You get the idea. We get the justification. Like you need him alive. You're right. gonna prop him up. Well, they're like, why not? Everyone's having fun. Why That's the entire even... Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Exactly. Why? What if? What if uh, a voodoo curse is placed on him that makes him reanimate when there's music playing? <laughs> Dude. And then and, no and one how, and shout questioned out to, it. No one, everyone out, was like, that's chill. That, that's fucking chill as fuck. I love yeah. that. Shout, shout out to the late 80s, early 90s for also being able to incorporate yeah. voodoo curses and not get canceled. I mean, I oh, love yeah. it. I miss it. All right, here's another shout out to the uh, This By the way, this is a negative. This is not a shout out. But it's, you brought something up. With it. All the 90s movies, the way they treat women is like, even if stuff is, even if a woman is not giving consent to a sexual act, the second you initiate it, they're like, oh, I, I love this, right? So, like, right. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know boy. it's a fucked up thing to talk about, but that's why, like, you could pull off in those Bernies. It's just like, the second he gets them going, they're into it. Right? No, but that's, that's <laughs> so the whole, even if he's uh, a dead fucking guy, it's but fucking that's crazy. The, that, that's the baby, it's cold outside culture, right? right. It's yeah. like a woman. That's, that's is, you're deeming it? No, but I'm saying that's what, what you're talking about is the reflections and the echoes of... Oh, it's a woman's job to say no, no, no. I don't want to. I'm preserving my chastity or my honor, and not. And they're not sort of. They, they're not permitted by society to say, oh, I, I do want to engage in some sort of romantic encounter. They have to right. pretend that they don't. And then it's the man's job to push it, right? Um, and that that uh, paradigm is bullshit and gross and archaic and outdated, right? So in the '80s and '90s, we were still in that world where like, oh, mm-hmm. girls have to be like not so fast, Buster, and and. Men have to die and then get a voodoo curse and then reanimate okay, and then grind except, on them. And this is what made me realize this, except for when I just rewatched Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Marty's mom is trying to get it, bro. 
<laughs> and it feels so out of character because she's like a 50s mom, right? right. Who's right. just so aggressively pursuing him. He, here's the thing. They're called baby boomers for a reason. Oh, yeah. They got to fucking a lot. They fucked. They, they were horny, the horniest generation. Oh, yeah. We call them baby bangers in this <laughs> Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Bound and now. Yeah. All right, everybody. So one thing I forgot <laughs> to mention, I'm going to be uploading a mini-sode of CalPod that I recorded with uh, Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston, and uh, the major Brian Dipperstein, doing a little cheap heat crossover, um, where we were chilling in Skylar's hot tub, um, just three Jewish men having a soak, and um, we started talking about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, which I know Phil does not enjoy those conversations. But we started veering into some interesting territory about what uh, what a, what what does a tier two Mount Rushmore look like if you stack in Rushmores, the right. tier threes mm. and a tier four, and that got pretty interesting. So, uh, so that, I, that's interesting like a twelve minute episode. I'm gonna post. Uh, I'll post it on the Patreon, then I'll put it on the main uh, 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 feed at some point or whatever. But that'll go out to all patrons. It's a little bonus. I mean, yeah, you're essentially I, doing like top 100, but four at a time. Yeah, it's like yeah, a top but, 10. But it, it's, it's like a top it's 12. 12. You get, but listen, bro. But if you keep going. That's like saying wrestling's fake. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're diminishing the value of putting four. It's stats. like, hey, you know what Patreon, <laughs> Patreons, you've heard us do our top ten. Now, yeah. exclusive content. We're gonna do our top ten in three parts of four in the same episode. <laughs> yeah, Newman, I agree with you. Everything we do is stupid. That I agree with you. I completely agree with you. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That was the subtext, but yeah. This is like yeah. Scientology, where if you pay enough money to the Patreon, then Dan just reveals, hey, honestly, this is complete bullshit, and yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm an idiot, and wrestling's not even that good, you guys. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, by the way, I'm uh, coming at you. I uh, <laughs> I'm clicking on uh, so like you know if you watch like a WWE clip on YouTube, like it gives you a, like preview clips. Mm. Yes. And that's always where I'm watching the shit I want to watch because I'll like watch a little clip from Raw, like to rewatch a uh, like a move or something, whatever. And I'm just seeing the clip of Lesnar when he ripped that fucking door off the car. <laughs> Do you remember that? And he just threw it. And it almost just hits an audience member like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Yeah. First off, what he does is he takes an axe, if you remember. He starts mm. axing the catalog. People don't like wrestling. Are you fucking dumb? Are you fucking dumb? Lesnar literally axes a brand new Cadillac, rips the door off with his bare hands, and throws it at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Now, do we think that door was gimmicked, or do you think he has that kind of brute strength? I think uh, he has that It was brute definitely strength. not gimmicked. He has that brute strength because I don't care to think otherwise. There's no benefit to that. Another it, question. Is yeah. Lesnar such a supreme athlete that he's yeah. able to know how hard to throw that door so that it just falls shy of the audience, or was he completely surprised by how far that thing launched no, and I think he was you in danger of killing a person? I think... I think you see it on his face the same way that, uh, like, when Randy Orton <laughs> was sp- slamming one of the fucking Bollywood uh, boys. Sunil Singh. Yeah, yeah. When well, he was slamming him onto uh, onto the table, and he just did, like, a fucking full 360 rotation, and you saw Orton's face be like, <laughs> so I didn't mean to throw this little asshole that far, you know? That was amazing. That's a great moment. Uh, you basically see Orton's face like, stop giving me these little fucking bitches to wrestle. And I'll fucking, I, I won't throw them. I He's won't like, break their necks. Can you give me someone who passes the Orton test, please, for their own safety? <laughs> Orton hasn't wrestled someone who passed the Orton test in God knows how long. Wow. Man. Right? Because um, he hasn't wrestled himself. Patented by Dave Shoemaker, the Orton test, by the way. 
Uh, let's give him props. And by the way, speaking of Dave Trubecker coming at you, I was watching uh, uh, Dipperstein recommended uh, I should watch. Um, what's it called? The uh, fuck on the on the network? It's called like the Day of maybe not Day of no 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 not Day of uh, Untold. Untold Untold on the WB network coming at you, and they have one that is just it's like and it's cool. Cause it's like forty minutes, which is really sweet, and it's Sean Michaels, Kevin Nash, just talking about their whole relationship it goes from them sean's run them bringing kevin nash in and how he got that job how he got the job as Shawn michaels bodyguard right and then it goes from him nash leaving in the curtain call why he left and how sean felt about that and it's just like that period of time and they interview both of them and sean is fucking awesome in this he's like listen I can't hide anything. Like everyone, it's well documented what a piece of shit I used to be. So I'm just gonna tell you what a piece of shit I was. You know? Wow. It's fucking good. It's it's. Now the beef is it's on fucking Peacock, which is oh my, not one of my guys. Peacock Network, although gave me access to the to rewatch The Office, um, and by rewatch, watch for the first time is what I mean, uh, and that was fun. But boy oh boy, WWE in Peacock can they? Make, like, a separate... I want them to make a separate Peacock WWE app at the, at, at the least. Mm. So it you're sucks. missing the network. You're Everything's missing the network. listed wrong. It's listed in the same protocols as the rest of the, the, as the, rest of the fucking app. So it's like 37 seasons of WrestleMania. You can't find any of the programming. They clearly don't understand what the programming is and how to program it. It sucks. Right. It truly sucks. <sighs> truly. But this shit was this this I highly recommend watching this if you're looking for something to watch on the talk. It was really really good. A couple fun. I'll give you a couple fun tidbits. Shawn Michaels explains. All right, so Shawn Michaels explains why he had a mullet haircut. He was like, "Yo, like, there's just it wasn't the style." He was like. It just like this part would like grow it, it, when I was wrestling. Like that part would get in my eyes, so I just cut it. He's <laughs> like, it, I didn't even know until he met his wife, who was like, "This haircut sucks." <laughs> and then had, she's like, "Why don't you grow it all out?" And he was like, "Oh, I didn't know. I thought this haircut was cool." Now but I'm it, wondering if he invented the mullet. No, the mullet was cool. He's he wrestlers like to like really yeah. legendaryize their fucking saga. Like, here's the deal: it was the '80s, it was the early '90s. People had mullets. He didn't invent the mullet. Right. Everyone had the mullet. It actually was cool. His wife was just being an asshole. Oh, she wasn't wrong, though. It's a bad hairstyle, but he had one because it was cool. He, he didn't fucking it. make up mullets for functionality. Was it Sherry? Was it Sensational Sherry that told him? Yeah. Sensational mullets Sherry. Out. Now, did, did, at any point, did Shawn Michaels yeah. lament or go into the fact that he used to be like at least an 8, 9, perhaps a 10 <laughs> in some women's eyes? Yeah. And then he somehow, like, one of his eyes went complete fucking walleye, like, hard no, left. He never talks about what and happened then with his, the eye. And then his voice somehow just went, like, ten frogs, like, like the second <laughs> of the ten plagues uh, just, like, crawled down his throat. And he has, like, a forever froggy in there. Like, did uh, he maybe, explain, maybe, like, maybe what happened? Sean. Maybe Sean will, I don't know. Maybe we'll find yeah, actually, that, that is All right, Sean Michaels is here, actually, buddy. Uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. I think I'm cute. <laughs> I know I'm sexy. I'm not as sexy as I used to be, though, according to Jason Shapiro. Oh, look, I'm not, look, it's no, look, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 I get it, I get it, boy. man. Look. The heartbreak kid, 
Sean Michaels. What is up, my man? Look, I get it. I get it. I used to be a 10. I used to be a sexy boy, but now that's changed, all right? I have to go to a place like Cincinnati or something if I want to be an 8 or a 7, <laughs> you know? You here first. Sean Michaels is now a Cincinnati 7. I'm a Cincinnati. I'm a trailer park 9. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. Oy. And look, to answer your question, yeah. I uh my eye one day I got I woke up and it was just like that. I can't explain it. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, you think uh, it's a God thing? You think of course, everything's with, everything with like Damn. thirty years of wrestling and bashing your face and head. Damn. It's a God thing? Damn, everything's a God thing, Dan. <laughs> everything's a God thing. Everything's a God thing. Okay. You know what else is a God thing? What? The parking lot. Of Emily Methodist Church, where we're going to be having a roller rink put in this summer. Oh. We're going to be have a, a bash, so come on down. We're going to c- come on down to Emily Methodist Church in Levittown, Pennsylvania. We're going to have a roller rink. We're going to have animals to pet for the kids. This is what I do now. I'm a busker for uh, various uh, outdoor activities like motor speedways and church parking lots. <laughs> okay, Sean. Um, so yeah, um, he. Uh, the other thing Sean says is that, in the, and I guess you're here, you could comment on this. Uh-huh. In the documentary, Shawn Michaels is like, like I was like, he's like, I was so sexy, like when I was wrestling, when I'd wrestle, I had all this confidence, you know, like, yep. and he's like, but I would, he's like, but then I would meet women, and like, I didn't, I wasn't smooth with women, like, they would, I didn't know how to, like, cause like because like, cause of my wrestling persona, would be just like grab a woman and fucking make out with her. But in the wild, you can't be like that. And, but he had, he was like, I can't just, he literally was like, I can't ask a woman just like, hey, do you come here often? Or like, can I buy you a drink? He's like, I would never, I would never do that as Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Right. So yep, you're saying that's like true. Michael, Michael Shawn Higginbottom had <laughs> tr- a tough time trying to, yeah. trying to pretend to be Shawn Michaels in the wild. Shawn, how, what was it like? How did you meet women? Well, I mean, yeah, that's where I would go up to a woman in a bar, and I would say, uh, "Look, I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. <laughs> you just I got the you? looks. I just would re- I would recite my theme song to them. Right, right. Uh, but it turns out, without all the other theatrics, the theme song kind of falls flat. Mm. You know, I can't exactly come ziplining into birds. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, without the theatrics, you just like chicks are not a deal. No, I'm just a guy from. Wherever the hell I'm from. <laughs> San Antonio? Texas. That's right. San Antonio, Texas. Come on down to San Antonio Motor Speedway this weekend. We got bar fights, uh, simulators, and we got uh, tractor pulls. Bar Tell fight simulator? I would yeah. love to play bar fight simulator. Bar fight simulators <laughs> and tractor pulls? Sean, I don't know why you have to have such attractions. Like, people still, you're, still, you're one of the best wrestlers of all time. No, uh, it's like, not true. It, yeah, but look. Look, man. Look. Look at me now. Look at me now. All right, wow. uh, it's not. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Right. So that's what I got. I got. By the way, bar fight simulator is just you <laughs> fight in public, but you're not drunk. Bar fight simulator. I think it's one of those games where you. It's bar like one of those things where there's simulator. two. There's two like handle like how Punch Out used to be. You know, right. what I mean? there's like two like uh, joysticks, and then they just spritz you in the face with whiskey. Right. It's like that arm wrestling robot game, except for uh, except for uh, it's not a fake robot; it's a real homeless person uh, that you just fist fight. It's Texas, baby. Think about Sean. It's like anyway, whatever. You guys watch it. All right, Sean. Uh, Sean. Wait, one last thing, Sean. Can you show? Yeah, us I gotta go. I'm double parked. But what, if you what were is cast it? in, if you were cast in Weekend at Sean's, Sean uh-huh. Michaels. Uh huh. Can you just show us how that might go? 
Look, I can tell you how it would go. I'd be, I'm hard 24-7. Oh, my God. All right, get out of here. You know, never <laughs> All right. See, <laughs> that's, that's Sean Michaels talking. That's not oh. Michael Sean Higginbottom right there. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, my God. Anyway, folks, this is a wrestling podcast. We're doing a great job. Uh, let's, uh, 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 sh- um, Shebs, it says that yeah. you had a special announcement here. Is that yeah, I have a, yeah, I had a big announcement. I had a big announcement. I have a big announcement. Yeah, what's so? Do you, what do you need? You need a uh, cage lowering music? Yeah, that'd be fantastic, actually. All right, let's do it. All right, so if you're a, if you're following the Comedians of Wrestling uh, on Facebook at the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group, where uh, people talk about wrestling until four in the morning under his eye, you'll know that I recently posted a video from Ala Moana Beach Park in beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii, where I said this week I had a very big announcement: the future of the podcast, the future of the title is in the balance here. And my announcement is, you know, with Money in the Bank coming up, with SummerSlam right around the corner, my announcement is that next week, on this very podcast, I will have a major announcement for the Comedians of Wrestling podcast listeners. Huge. So the, the announcement next week is so big that just announcing that there's an announcement next week is a very big announcement. So this right here is a big announcement in itself. Wow, so your announcement is that there's an announcement that you're going to be doing next week. Dan, I mean, the way you say that sort of minimizes what I was building up. I'm saying there is an announcement next week that is so monumental, that puts money in the bank in the balance, that puts SummerSlam in the balance, that puts the future of this title in the balance. It is so mage that just announcing that I will announce something that big next week is a pretty good size announcement. This is like a Cincinnati 7, this announcement. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, I'll, you know, all right, fine. I and say, and let know. me tell you something else. This announcement concerns everybody. Not just you, not just Newman, okay. not just Aaron. I don't know where she is. Not just Tulo, who, by the way, after all I've done for this kid over the years, yeah. the amount of disrespect that he gives to the champion. I said in the group, hey, I have a big announcement. He said, okay, I'm not going to be there. He's not on this episode because I have a big announcement. That's, look, he's only hurting himself because the announcement may pertain to him. May pertain to anybody. So if I was him, Tulo's I was right making out literally driving. He's driving all of Texas watching wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. He's driving and watching. You shouldn't watch no, he's, anything. He's, he's on these uh, Supermark World Tour. He's going to Houston Friday for SmackDown. Then right. some Dallas maybe. For he's Money going to AEW tonight. Yep. Oh, he's going yeah. to AEW tonight. Yeah, if you want to keep tabs on him, you can check him out on Instagram. Going live. to AEW. Oh, AEW tonight is in Austin, right? Huge. Fighter Fest Ooh. night one. It's already Fighter Fest? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just yesterday it was Road Rager. I mean, where do they come up with all these fun names? Well, that's the <laughs> one thing they do. We should talk about that. Like, AEW <laughs> does is one thing they do is they just brand every show as a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's so smart. That's literally that's like saying you have an announcement yeah. to announce an announcement. It's like I'm like, I'm like, whoa, what's this big what's Road Rager? And you're like, oh, it's just they're going to have, like, a good episode of Dynamite. And it's oh, in cool. Dynamite. They're like, we're going to Miami or whatever. I, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it also. We all love everything they're doing over there. Dude, yeah. you know what it is? It's it's fucking eating the whole buffalo. It's it's making uh, delicacies out of, like, you know, chicken feet. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. this is the scraps we have. We don't have pay-per-view space. We have this weekly slot on uh, TNT. You know what? We're, we're calling it a thing. Guess what? This is right. what's up now. Right. And we all fucking buy it. Hook, line, and sinker. And let me tell you something else. They also deliver. 
I feel like Road Rager was fucking mode major. It was fantastic. So they're they're making these things count. So I can't Wait, hate Road on Road Rager was what? Mode, mode major. major. It was in a major mode, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not, I'm not speaking out of school saying that. I think we could all agree the mode yeah. of Road Rager was quite major. It was Mixolydian. Um, I love that for you. I think that was great. It's a major. I, mode. I'll go into. I, I think we should just talk about the cards of these these shows. Uh, I have a couple of pieces of business that we can get into also, which I'll weave in. But um, uh, uh, here's a random thing. I'm pretty excited about. I'm going to PWG return show August oh. 1st out here. Wrestling Gorilla. Nice. Uh, August 1st? PWG ticks. Yeah. It's Mystery Sunday? Vortex 7. Meaning, so my, here's what I'm thinking. Dude, Dan, I haven't even recovered from Mystery chance? Vortex 6. Dan, Dan, what? did I do something to like, did I do something to like to offend <laughs> you or to like, did I do something to like fall out of your good graces? Because like I want to apologize if I did. Uh, why? Because I didn't invite you to PWG? Because, I mean, it just seems weird. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, I'm just assuming that maybe I did something because I know you're not no, a bad No, no, bro, bro, bro. You didn't do anything. You didn't uh-huh. do anything. Well, 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 no, uh, I mean, it's not that you did anything. It's that you just didn't do enough, apparently, to get no, into No, actually, Dan's... so the tickets went on sale, like, super last second. And then I, uh, and then I just uh, I, I picked it up. Uh, you know, I got to, I don't, I'll find you a ticket. You want to go? I'll find you a ticket. All right? What do you want? What, wow. It's on the first? Yeah. I can't make it. <laughs> oh my god, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god, folks. We joke around here, guys. I don't know if you know that, but we're, you know, we kind of like, you know, we like, we mess around, bro. We like poke each other, you know what I mean? But like, we lo- there's a lot of love here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we fuck with each other, but like, we love each other, you know what I mean? Right. All right, anyway, uh, but I was thinking, like, do you think there's a chance you see, like, Bucks on that show? Like, first PWG back the- in California. And like, you know what I mean? To like get it's, these, to like it's gonna help be crazy. the fucking promotion that started them. I yes. feel like there's going to be some good people on that show. Because it's, it's labeled as Mystery Vortex, which is the shows they do where you, they don't announce the card. You know what I mean? Right. And if they're picking up where they left off, the show was, was not Mystery Vortex. So they called this one that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I'm hoping I, there'll be some I, cool shit. That, I think that's there's a very good chance to see the Young Bucks there. Very yeah, which chance. would just be so fucking awesome. But I also uh, feel like at this point in my life, I think yeah. I've seen maybe not enough of the Young Bucks, but I feel like I've seen the best I'm going to get out of the Young Bucks. I mean, did you AEW, the main event they had last week, we talked about it on the bonus episode, but the main event uh, was uh, uh, Eddie Kickson and Penta, Penta Cerro Miedo uh, yeah. versus uh, the Young Bucks. And the finish of that match was so fucking sick. They just loaded up Eddie Kingston's mouth with tacks and yeah. double kicked oh, him in the mouth Jesus. and double pinned him. <laughs> it was so man. sick. Can we yeah. just have a moment of silence for just yeah. man? Just if Eddie Kingston just get, got just go in to the gym. shape, just get in shape, bro. He's got all. He's got all the tools. He's, he's I mean, where? The the, I mean, CM Punk said he's the only guy whose promos even watches right now. Like this guy has something so special, and yet. He refuses to just do a cycle, stop eating pizza pies, and fucking and commit to the and like take his career serious. It's 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 definitely frustrating to me, but I also am at the point where like I'm I I like the guy so much I like that I don't so even much. like it. I don't even care. Like I'm like he looks fucking awesome to me. I mean, look, I see him come out in that 
WCW <laughs> what is NWO World Tour generic create a player outfit it every time. It literally looks like when you you're right exactly default player one. It's what they addressed it when you choose the create a player before it you customize. Comes that. out in a fucking revenge uh, THQ WCW NWO Revenge g- generic jumpsuit number one where you could change the color of the stripes on the side and sometimes it's red and sometimes it's yellow. <sighs> anyway, anyway, hey, real quick, the AEW video game. Yeah. I've seen some sprites. I've seen Darby Allen be shared. It yeah. looks great. Do we have any intel on what's going on with that video game? Is that the THQ AKI engine, or is it a different... Like, what's up? I think they were trying to pay some respect to it, so I think, yes. I think they actually said that, but I don't know. It's the know. same engine, yeah. It's the same the thing, same, right? If it's the same engine, I'm fucking in. That is sick. I am um, one of the greatest WrestleMania 2000 players that ever lived. There hey are two men who could beat me, and one of them is dead already. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. true. R.I.P. Mark Heilbrunn. I traveled. One time, Dan's pledges. That's right. Dan was a fucking fraternity, bro. Dan's pledges called me and talked shit. How they, to me, I was in New York. They were in Delaware. They said, oh, we could beat you at this game. I drove down there, and I went undefeated for a whole weekend. No one could fucking touch me. Let's head on over to the meme corner. What do you guys say? You want to head right, to the meme corner? Let's do it. Oh, everybody, get ready for the meme corner. Yeah. It's a hot day. Uh, meme corner. Uh, if you thought there was something else, you were wrong because it's the uh, meme corner. Uh, it's some other fucking meme corner. Phil, we got the memes loaded up. I think I got a shit ton of memes this week that I had to get how, to it quick. How are you not getting sued for the usage of this fantastic song? <laughs> I don't know. So far, not flagged. <laughs> I know, love I it. Give a fuck. Yeah, I love it. Phil, can, I, can I just show you something? Somebody posted. Somebody posted this in the Discord just now. Yeah, sure. I just want to show you. Do I have a choice? No. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's fuck a new HBO Nikki Max Glazer. show. That's uh, oh, is Eliza. It? So why aren't you on the show? Oh, it's Nikki it's... Glazer's show, right? Yeah, Nikki oh, Glazer's the host of this. Why am I not oh, on the show? Oh, it's a real show. Don't know. F-Boy Island. Because uh, I'm, I'm not an actual fuckboy. It's part of it. But yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I like to call myself an aging fuckboy. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm an Although aging elder fuck millennial fuckboy. An elder I'm an, fuck age, boy. I'm an aging fuckboy who's losing his charm and hair rapidly. A fuck hey man. man. Yo, this I'm is... a fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's a fuck man. Should I put that on my dating profiles? Yeah. Re- this is a cane with Triple H giving <laughs> him the thumb, with thumb Stop up. messing with the fuckboys and get yourself a fuck man. Yeah. Comma me. That's a great. Honestly. I think that would turn some heads on Bumble. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't say sexy boy for a while. Those who say fuck boy. But all right. Anyway, um, it's Kane with Triple H giving him a thumbs up probably, uh, during the Attitude Era. It says yeah. random stranger wearing <laughs> merch in public. And then Triple H with the thumbs up says me. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a great meme because it's very accurate. Also, um, more accurate if he was offering the too sweet, right? Yeah. Well, depends. I yeah. don't too sweet people unless they're wearing Bullet Club or NWO merchandise. NWO Wolfpack merchandise. Well, let's be honest. I'll do it for black and white also. 
But, like, you can't just two-sweet someone in a fucking Jeff Jarrett t-shirt. That makes no sense. Uh, You're saying you guys just two-sweet anybody in merch? <laughs> hey, dude! Too sweet! That's T double O S W double E single T. Well, technically, that fell into the template of his name but, really well. Yeah. Right, it did. But yeah, technically, you're right. He was in the NWO and yeah. in Bullet Club. NWO silver and black. Right. But no, no, no. I, I just mean, like, if I see someone rolling around in, like, a Sami Zayn t shirt, I don't go, hey, too sweet me, bro. Right. If I see Bullet Club, and by the way, you don't see as much Bullet Club merch as you used to, but for those, like, hey, five years, it was everywhere. Dan, you know the story I was walking in the Lower East Side of Manhattan with, like, yeah. UCB people, like, comedian people. Yeah. And I was wearing a Bullet Club shirt, and a bunch of, uh, just random Lower East Side motherfuckers were just like, uh, like, cool guy leaning on a wall just doing nothing just like smoking cigarettes yeah. and just hanging out and i walk by and they just walk up to me and just too sweet me we don't say a word they just go up to me too sweet me and bounce and then yeah. everyone's like who, what, what bro, the I've fuck had that just happened so many times and people are like what the fuck just happened they're like are and you every time. don't worry about it don't are you worry in a, about it are you in a gang or yeah, are you yeah, the godfather worry. some things are better left unknown my friend you don't oh know. I felt so fucking cool. It's an inside thing, and you're on the outside, folks. But you know what? Actually, what happened is this was in the early days of Bullet Club. Because, um, again, I was an early you said adopter. Right. They, they said Bullet Club. I said, it's real. So here's the thing. I Yo, here's one thing I had. Shebs, were you in the car with me when the guy was wearing the Hurt Business shirt? No, but yo. Man, man, it's one of my biggest regrets in life now that I know that I wasn't. <laughs> I have the gold, the gold a, leaf. I'm the at gold. a stoplight, yeah. and and there's a guy, like a big fat guy, sitting at a at at the bus stop, and I'm just stopped right in front of him, and he's just rocking the straight up fucking black tee with the gold, you know, the gold hurt business right. print. Hell yeah! And I roll my windows down. You know what I mean? And and I, I, wait a second. What? That, I was with you. That was you in Hawaii. Were, that was in Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah. That was in Hawaii after I kicked your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. So, uh, uh, uh. You rolled it down. Yeah. The light turns green. Yeah, what happened there? <laughs> you start talking to this guy at a bus stop, and the light turns green, and you're still talking to this guy. I'm like, yeah, I, we, I was we, like, yo, they, what'd you think? They broke him up. Like, what do you think, man? It's like, ah, I think they'll be back. Like, I think I think it's just like an angle. Like, I don't know, it's, but it's good. And then I'm like, look, guys, I, I hate to, inter we, I gotta go. Like, I know the thing about Hawaii. Hawaii, somebody, you could jump right at the. If someone's wearing a wrestling shirt, you're friends you forever. Just, you could dispense with the pleasantries, right? Yeah. And you just get right into it, baby. The thing about in Hawaii, they don't honk horns for right. nothing. So I'm just sitting there burning this green light, and no one's even honking. They're just sitting there taking it. I'm like, guys, we gotta go. I feel so bad. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, man. I love that for you. I anyway, for uh, all right, let's get let's get into the next meme. We I have so many memes, we gotta go way faster for them. Nah, we can skip this one. I don't like this one. <laughs> yeah, this meme sucks. Yo, this is just this is Ric Flair and Miss Elizabeth, right? Right. 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 It says the original your wife is in my DMs, which is uh, yeah. just a reference to Conor McGregor saying that to uh Poirier is his name. Yeah, Dustin the Diamond Poirier, who for this fight changed his name to I think El Diamante or something like that. Doesn't matter. The point is, your wife is in my DMs is one of the funniest, most <laughs> ridiculous things to say to someone. When your leg is, is broken. <laughs> is it? 
Is it true? Is it false? Yeah. We have no idea. Um, but definitely what I need... not true. <laughs> definitely I not can't true. say definitely not true. I can't say definitely not true. It's definitely it could, not true. It could be what a kind of level of truth. You? It could be a level of truth. He, hey, he your wife is in my DMs. <laughs> she could have DM'd him yeah. to say, hey, fuck you, man. What you said to, about my husband is, is fucked up, man. You said you're going to murder him? That's disgusting, and I want to let you know. That could be true. And so <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah, yeah. Dustin's wife could be in his DMs. Now, once she's in there... Anything can happen. I don't know. Now, the interesting thing about this meme, though, is not the picture or the meme itself. It's that I love when Conor McGregor and wrestling have these overlaps, these tie-ins, when the worlds collide. That's good omen for us. Okay, He'd make an excellent GM. And I love that the shout-out to the poster of this meme is at Gully Blanchard. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gully. Gully Blanchard's really funny. All right, next meme. Oh, well, this is what we, we were talked about, but this is uh, the classic AJ Styles. This is me enjoying the Hot Guy Detour song, and it's AJ rocking out. And then behind him, Undertaker looking all mean and dancing, motherfucking meme corner. Uh, people don't like that I'm interrupting the meme corner. All right, next one. We already talked about this one. This was not a meme, but this was Ziggler pointing out. Did you guys see Ziggler saying, sorry, nothing found for Dolph Ziggler in the, in yeah. the WWE shop? And he posted it being like, and then Ziggler was like, it's getting harder and harder to convince my mom I actually work here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, super funny and also super shitty that there's no. Why is there? Why would there be? Is it that hard to print Ziggler merch? Like, like maybe I, I he's understand. getting new merch and they just pulled the old stuff and this maybe. is like a work. Let's be something honest. Something's weird with that. Was sometimes they don't have merch and you're like, why not have a single shirt for every talent? Like, let's be honest though. This is in the WWE Euro Shop. Okay, this ah. is not classic shop zone. I think if you look in the classic. Shopzone.wwe.com, or just go to the WWE main Still website in America. You there, like, there is Ziggler merch in America. No, there's one. There's we one shirt. Deep, I already know the answer to this. There's we one need a deep shirt. dive. And I'm just saying, youth, it, there's it, a youth shirt in a couple of sizes. Wait, left. so in America, Dolph Ziggler has yeah. one shirt currently up and running, and it's yeah. a youth size shirt. Yeah, look, there it is. Wow, I'd buy that. I'd buy that. Youth um, for here's XL. the thing. What you have to understand. Here's what no is one. Is a Sonic Youth about. reference? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Here's what is it? What does it say? It just looks it's, like that. It looks like that classic Sonic Youth shirt. No, it's when yeah. it said it should have been me. When he said it should have been me thing. Right, right, right. That's kind of a fire shirt. Why it's is that only in shirt. kids' sizes? I, I never noticed that the shirt is actually really cool. Every kid the should be wearing the shirt. I mean, it's a tough wear because it's bright, hot pink. So <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, true. It's not for every day unless you're, you're one not of here the to show the world. Unless, I mean, you're unless you're, you're a heart. If you're in the Hart family, then sure, you could wear this any day of the week. But Anytime. for the rest of us, it's kind of a tough sell. I think uh, Even these Tyson days... Kidd? What? Even Tyson Kidd. Yeah, Tyson Kidd uh, is a member of the family. No. Uh, but, it, you know, these days, like a dusty rose, like in a millennial pink, those are the pinks most people are wearing. A hot neon bold pink is a very yeah. tough sell. But here's what no one's talking about when they talk about Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Shev's going to make the meme corner take three hours long. Particularly when you're talking about Dolph Ziggler in a European audience, okay? Ziggler or Ziegler is a very Austrian-Germanic surname, okay? It's got major... Uh, it's got major Nazi implications. <laughs> and the name Dolph... Excuse me. We all know that Dolph is short for Adolf. That's It is. So you've got Adolf Ziegler. It's a very... It's hard to swallow. Now, if you're in Europe, 
you haven't forgotten what that was like, okay? Over here in the States or in Asia, maybe they're like, ah, whatever, it's fine. But in Europe... You say Europe? I'm saying Europe. You're up. Next. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, everybody, coming at you, the zoo you crew. Saying, well, did you just say Europe? <laughs> All right. Tulo, so our, no, I guess I called you Tulo. I, my deepest, my deepest, my deepest apologies. I'm gonna go. My deepest apologies. Yeah. Into a toilet and give myself a swirly. My deepest apologies. I would never you're think you're gonna jump that. in it and then give yourself a swirly. After all I've done for you, Newman, not Look, trying to murder you. I, I mean, apologize. I apologize. I would never think of you that highly. Look, so Ooh. are you saying that? Are you saying? That Dolph Ziggler, the same reason Dolph Ziggler doesn't have a shirt in the European shop zone is the same reason that Elimination Chamber is called No Escape in Germany. Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a cultural sensitivity move. Right. Yo, they got one pay-per-view in TNA that's almost called The Final Solution. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm what talking about? No. I, I, I definitely, it sounds familiar, but I don't remember. <laughs> There's exactly. one in TNA that's still just called, like, Final Solution, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, fi- <laughs> final, final Resolution? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so close. It's two letters. Yeah, and I wrote, like no. It one... almost sounds like they want to do over, like a final <laughs> re-solution. Let's run it back, guys. Hey, the Holocaust. Let's run it back one more time. Let's go. Hey, and by the way, they're not the only people who think that. So the fucking uh, sequel. Fuck all you. Next meme. Next meme. Oh, TNA final, final resolution. Oh my Jesus God. Christ, TNA. Uh, you know what? It's a they little sensitive. One, like, they had it's one, a, like during the pandemic. You know? you know what? It's a little sensitive. So let's take that RE and let's just shove that as far <laughs> in the corner as we can. Wow. I mean, to look at that, <laughs> I'm not offended, but I'm just flabbergasted oh, that they could get away with that. Final that's resolution. a classic. Like, you know how WWE gets away with shit that's so racist and fucking regressive and offensive that right. you're like, why does no one even give a fuck in this crazy, hypersensitive cancel culture universe and it's just because people write off wrestling so hard that they don't even care to check and if they found out they would be like well, these people are fucking scum anyway we don't even right. we're not even bothered not only are they scum they're like and they have no power like if a republican senator says something like well they're scum but also they're in charge people have so little opinion of wrestling that they don't even care but I mean, having a pay-per-view by a company called tna which by the way is like come on bro grow up called final resolution is like I I don't know. I, I feel like I got to tell somebody. I got to tell like a... I got to go to like the UC Berkeley campus and just let someone know. Right. Go to Oberlin? Like where can I go to let the kids know they got to do... The, like I don't want to do a fucking march about this, but someone should be marching about someone this, right? should, uh, 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 Someone should do a march. All right, next, TNA next. final all resolution? Right, bro, like double next meme, please. Me looking for all the women mama told me I'd have to fight off when I became older because I'm so handsome. And his uh, fucking Christian throwing up the, the, the peep. The peep uh, watch. All right. Yeah, it's, that's that's great. That's a great meme. Straightforward meme. meme. Doesn't need to be dissected. To real quick, real quick, real quick. Oh, my God. Christian Cage. Yeah. Cincinnati 8, Cincinnati 9, or is he a true 7, true 8? He's a true, true 7. True 7? I mean, he's definitely better looking than Shawn Michaels right now. True seven. Uh, seven. Next, uh, next meme. True seven. Oh, this is my favorite. This one, uh, Newman, you take it away on this one. You oh, yeah, so one. this is Paul Bearer. It's Paul Bearer uh, holding the urn. Holding the urn, gesticulating, and the caption is, uh, me coming into work 45 minutes late with an iced coffee. And it, it's just the smug, just uh, intensity of, of Paul Bearer 
Oh, that one in the bottom right corner where he's like, this is my coffee is the best I just, one. I just love making the urn iced coffee. Like, I right. don't know, like, like the rest of it, I don't give a shit about. Oh, just man. Like, like just the equation of the, the urn. Like, oh, this fucking iced coffee is so fucking important to me. Million dollar shop zone idea, man. Like an urn tumbler. Yeah. A Yeti? An urn yeah. Yeti? Uh, like just a thermos? Uh, I would buy thermos? six of them. Dude, uh, I mean, is is Paul Bear not one of the most iconic and greatest parts about '90s wrestling? Paul Bear is a best. better wrestler than uh, the whole roster right now. <laughs> I mean, also, by the way, he's in this rare category of yeah. people whose wrestling names are like they could have just kept their original name and would have made. He's Percy Pringle. That dude's name is Percy Pringle. <laughs> yeah. He could be the Pringles Shoot, man. Like I, imagine Black. that urn was a fucking nice roll of Pringles, a nice stack. Right. Be amazing. Another great one is um, Kelly Barbie, Kelly. Barbie Blank. Barbie Blank. Her name is Barbie Blank. They didn't go with that. Uh, Come Kelly on, Kelly. Come uh, on. Bro. Her literally name's Barbie. Yo, this is why I wanted to get to the meme corner. Look at this. Kids today. It's it's a picture of NWO uh, Revenge and like uh, and it says kids uh, in mid games. Says kids today ain't ever gonna know how lit things got when you could. When you could get uh, how lit things could get when you combine WWF No Mercy with four people, four working controllers, and four rumble packs. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, four way. Uh, yeah, yes. This is yeah sleepovers. This great is great time. Although No Mercy, yeah. the worst game than the other ones. But yeah, it's fine. Right. Next, next, next beam. I love how much you struggled to like talk like a zoomer because like that he doesn't speak. He doesn't typed. speak zoomer. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't speak it. zoomer. No, I don't speak in this. This was written fucking weird for me. Also, it's written pretty small on my screen. Here. Well, but that's another boomer thing. Having bad eyesight is just you're just getting old. Oh, but are, wait, is, wait, is, is the gen? Let me put on my glasses. Let me put on my glasses. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I can say it. Now I speak uh, non-boomer. Let's go. Sheesh. Non-boomer. Perfectly yeah. applied. To, yeah. uh, Thank you. Perfectly applied. Well, this I actually can't read. What does this say? This is Taker, and it says, find wrestling you like and shut the fuck up about wrestling you don't like. <laughs> it's important at the WrestleMania side. Facts. All right, fuck this one. I don't like this one. Yeah, that meme could go fuck itself. Yo, this is the right to censor. Oof, this one hurts. This, this one hurts. People don't realize that right to censor won the war, and the WF, now WWE, became PG. Wow. Great that hurts. call about that. That's a, let me tell you something. That meme is fucking straight facts. That meme, I didn't even, know, I didn't even think... I didn't even realize that, but that's where that's the reality we're living in right now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Next. Who do we got? Right. It's got like a Val Venus. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Yeah. This is a picture of Kenny Omega with his Lemmy haircut now, mm. uh, like a facial. Uh, this is Lemmy vibe, right? He's got the same. It says the guy at the party that says he's not an undercover cop watching me do rails off a stripper's ass. All right. Close. This is close to being funny. It's not that funny, but it's a cool, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's whatever. Undercover cop works here. The joke could be better, right? Yeah. Quick, quick question. Have any of you guys ever blown cocaine off of a sex worker? No. Have, have you, Shabs? Hold on. Don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. Keep, all right. Hold on. Just get, dude, all right. Shabs, have you blown cocaine off of a sex worker? Look, uh, the answer is I don't remember, which means probably, <laughs> yeah, which means probably yes. <laughs> Somehow it that is It sounds like it could correct. happen. There's definitely some moments where all those elements were in the, the right place at the right time. I just, I can't imagine not have done it. I can't imagine having not done it, but I don't have the memory in my head that I did do it. Wow. All right, next, babe. 
think that's it. That's it. All right, good. Good. We should move on. It's fine. That there. No, there's more. I gave you more, but it's fine. Maybe they weren't good enough. All right. Anyway, because we, we got we got to just quickly talk about. Uh, I mean, whatever. Bailey's injured. I hope she gets better. Nine months. She'll come back. That sucks for her. Um, uh, they put live in the money in the bank. We'll get to that. The only other thing I want to talk about wrestling, and then we'll just look at these cards. I'll just look at the money in the bank and discuss because now these cards are full. They're setting up Samoa Joe carrying Cross feud on NXT. Uh, carrying Cross choked out Samoa Joe. So, do you think? I actually think what they're going to do is Joe's going to beat. I think Joe's going to beat Carrying Cross, and then Carrying Cross is going up to main roster, and then we get a Joe title run on NXT. I is think that's Joe what, wrestling? Yeah, yeah, he's cleared. I thought he he's was cleared. just the GM or something. Or no, no, he, he's cleared to wrestle. But has he had any matches or no? No, no but well, Kerry Cross choked him out. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. Joe is love- an amazing guy to be the NXT champion. You know? He's the perfect guy to be the NXT champion. Um, he's been I, I, would, I would absolutely love. I mean, I think Kerry Cross. Look, look, let's be honest, guys. I'm out in Hawaii. I mean, I'm sponsored by Truly. I'm drinking seltzer every day, all day. I'm on sailboats. I'm partying. I haven't watched NXT in over a year. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. I mean, I popped it on when Finn came back just to take a look at the guy. But this Karrion Cross fella, I'm not sold. None of you guys seem sold. I'll tell so, you this random thing. Uh, uh, Dipperstein tells me he loves Karrion Cross. Thinks he's great. Interesting. Interesting. He told me to me. I, I was... I was like, we got to have a longer combo. I can't even handle this right now. Like, because what is there? Like, I get him being the champion of NXT. Like, I get that. I get Vince wanting him to bring him up because he's a bigger guy, whatever. But what is there to really like about him? He does nothing good. Is he a bigger guy? If you put him next to Randy Orton, is he a big guy? I don't know. He's huge in NXT, but that's saying nothing. I mean, Adam Cole's got the shoulders of a sixth grader. You know, like, what what does big in NXT even mean? Like, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway, I think that'll be a really cool. Newman, uh, what do you think about Cross? Are you are you are you are you in or out? It's just boring. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to even like. You know there's what I mean? Nothing to like, say. Yeah. Like, what do you? Yeah. Okay. Like he's like he's gonna be. The thing is, he's. So I had this thought the other day. The um, someone who's like, you'll hear this a lot. Oh, he's perfect for like the main roster, right? Right. Uh, it, it's, and people say like about him specifically. He doesn't belong in NXT. He'll make more sense in the main roster. But like main roster is like your character is broad enough that it will get like mass appeal. And that's exactly what he is. So I don't deny that he I think he will be huge on the main roster, but it's because he is just sort of like he's like anything you can project onto him. You know, there's nothing there. He could feel some kind of Triple H role if they want for him. I just don't see him being that I don't think he's that big. I don't no, think he looks no, that I, tough. I, I don't think he looks that him. strong. No, he doesn't. I, mean, I really I, haven't watched enough of him. like him. Like none of what he does works. I haven't seen enough of his matches to determine if I think he's got like the goods in ring. All I know, like from the little I've seen of Karen Cross, is the promos are meh, and the guy seems to really get a bump from being with like you know a straight fire ten. It's like he's right. cool because his girlfriend's cool, <laughs> and she's very interesting. There's not that right. many like mega babes and that's her gimmick and that's fine so like i get why that's a cool package deal but on his own merits i don't see anything that interesting about this guy 
Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't even need to waste time. And I don't get it at all. We'll just see on the main roster how it goes. But I want to talk about who's going to win these money in the bank briefcases this weekend. Um, Otis. So the men's one is fully uh, spoiled here. And it's uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, uh, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. So if we're going through this, the real potential winners of this are uh, Drew. I don't Big see Ricochet e, being able to win. These Drew, Biggie, KO, or Rollins. I think those yeah. are the guys who could win. Yeah, right? and I, I think, I think they're gonna go Rollins. I think they should go Rollins because it's been so yeah. long, and he was so good with it, and. He's also like, in kind of a great zone to be holding that case. He's kind of wacky right now. It feels like yeah. it's kind of like it gives him more of a wild card vibe, you know? I would love I think Seth is the right maneuver here. Um, but Biggie's just bound for that push. Why not? He'd be super fun with the case, right? I mean, he's I'm not going to make choice. If Biggie had the case, I wouldn't be mad. Nah. Um, Drew doesn't feel like a guy that needs the case or sh- would look that fun holding a fucking briefcase around. Drew shouldn't He's more... even be in this match. Nah, he, nah. But I mean, it, look, it's never a bad idea to throw Drew McIntyre in a. In a yeah, in a but big... Drew McIntyre's been getting title shot after title shot all year. He's like the top guy. Why does he have to go in to get the briefcase? It's just like, I, whatever. You, you can't hate someone being in a match. It is what it is. You know, he's a huge guy in there. You know, help like be the base for a lot of these big moves. You know, like the the higher flying shit or whatever. But like, but yeah, uh, Biggie. Kevin Owens just feels like, I don't know, it feels like they're fucking over Kevin Owens or something. But yeah. It always feels like they're over Kevin Owens, though. They've yeah. been over Kevin Owens from the jump. But let me tell you, I'm not mad at Kevin Owens on the briefcase either. That, that, that no, could reset I love his, Kevin where Owens he's at. The briefcase. Uh, but but if I, think I, Seth, pick, I think we all agree Seth or Big E are the two guys who are going to win it, right? Right. That's what feels, that's what feels about right. And, and it's possible it's Drew. I mean, any chance Matt Riddle wins it? Are we just gonna go through sure. and be like, yeah, there's a chance. No, I mean, Matt, chance. but I mean, if you think about it, Otis won last year. I mean, Riddle's not below the chance I would have had Otis winning last year, right? right? True. True. Otis was a complete curveball. Yeah, I see Vince learned his lesson on that. He literally gave it to the Miz. No, but they do shit like that every once in a while, right? Yeah. They'll, they'll take the case away, but I mean, like, there's a chance they take a chance on Riddle. I feel like, you know, he did everything right. He skirted a sexual abuse allegation. He started hanging out with Randy Orton. He did all the things that Vince probably loves, right? Um, yeah, Vince is a huge fan of that. Vince is a fucking piece of shit. Um, so, you know, it's possible. But I think if, if gun to the head, we say Rollins. If there's two guns to the head, we say Rollins, then Big E. And then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, you can't have three guns because you only have two hands. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. And then... For the women, there's one spot that's TBD, which is like the Becky spot, possibly. Jillian Hall. Uh, Jillian Bell, probably. And um, it's... Uh, but then the people can win. Oscar won't win it. Naomi, I guess, could win, but she feels so irrelevant right now. They haven't like done anything with her. Alexa is like in too goofy of a zone, but maybe? But I don't think... Like, it, doesn't, it feels weird. Nikki Cross, may, I don't know, maybe with this new thing she's doing. Liv Morgan is possible because they're like just threw her in and they're pushing her. So it's possible they just go start giving Liv Morgan her moment as she's like, you know, been there a while. She's a babe. Maybe Vince is like, let's give her that push and kind of give her like a spot there. 
Zelina Vega could win it. That's what I want, but that's not happening. But that's what I want. Natalia, and then just TBD. This really, it's like I don't know. It it, it feels so aimless what they're going. You know. Hmm. Gun Wait, to the is, head. Is Nikki? Did you say Nikki Cross? Is she in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, I think this whoever's TBD wins it, and it prob. I think if Becky shows up, I think they just give it to Becky also. Right. 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 Hmm. Even though she doesn't need it, they're just going to be like, that's fun for her to have the case. Like, she doesn't need it to get a title shot, you know? Although, Vincey Claus did kill the, uh, the rematch clause. <laughs> Man, this, uh, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Money in the Bank. I, I hope there's no cash in, though. I, 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 just, I hope they, like, let the crowds come back, have the briefcases be floating. You know what I mean? As things are getting more fun. That's what I'm, I'm hoping they so don't you, do. Like, I, I'm not a fan of the cash-in on the night of unless it really makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but can you name a time when it happened where it wasn't awesome? It was. It's awesome every time. I right. Agree. So what are you talking about? Like, you are a fan of it. It always, I, it, like, unless it makes sense, it always is great. It's I'm always a fan great. of it. It's that instant gratification. You know what I mean? But, like, then there's the, then I go, like, ah, I fucking, all right, I guess no briefcase Look, for the year. But you also, but to think about it, you really don't need two people r- bumming around for six months holding briefcases, right? If you have one no. person having a briefcase, that scratches the itch. And I will say, this might be a unique scenario in wrestling where this unique is the one thing that I think they haven't overdone to the point that it sucks. Like, the night of cashing at Money in the Bank, I think they've actually used the right amount. They use it just enough where it happens a lot, but not too yeah. much, and it's pretty fun, and I love it. I love it. Okay, fine. I uh, love it! Uh, <laughs> and then this rest of this card is whatever, but, uh, you know, some good shit on it, but, like, you know, nothing to be, like, crazy excited about. <laughs> Literally, it's AJ Styles and almost versus the Viking Raiders is on this card, but Reigns Edge, man. I'm pumped for. For what? Reigns Edge. I mean, yeah, that's Rain's why I'm watching the pay-per-view. Huge. Rain's that's edge. so huge. Yeah. And wow. they're going to be in front of a crowd, which is going to be sick. You know? Edge is... You think you, you know, know me. When I... I don't think of Edge as one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But when I think about the moments that I had legitimate goosebumps on my skin, it's a lot of Edge moments. It's a lot of Edge moments in there. Ladder matches, TLC matches at 17, the, his retirement, his comeback at, at Rumble. Like, this guy. Edge is one of the great. I love Edge. Gets I think me Edge is underrated somehow. going, man. <laughs> he gets me going. And too, how much Tulo, Tulo hate, hates on Edge so much makes me like Edge even more. Can I how tell dare you, you disrespect Edge? Can I tell you something I've noticed? Yeah. Can I tell you something I've noticed about people who don't like Edge? This yes. is a harsh criticism. Arlen doesn't get Edge. Tulo doesn't like Edge. If you don't like Edge, it's because you haven't actually watched wrestling that long. And you're a new fan who doesn't really respect the business or understand the classics or have the lineage of fandom that I have. I'm out there watching Steamboat Mach, okay? I'm out there watching the Dusty Rhodes box set three disc cover to cover. I've been here for 30 years. You don't like Edge because you don't fucking understand wrestling. uh, uh, Listen. Listen. He was at WrestleMania six. <laughs> he was as a boy. I, I I listen. I don't shame but somebody for being like I didn't watch during that era. Like I don't give a fuck. You don't have to watch all wrestling. Like you're allowed to dip out this and that. That's like that's like you know. Look, no one dips carries out. over from sports. It's like no one. You just out got more than when me. they got good. You started liking them. Like in wrestling, that's cool. I'm down with that. Okay? No one dips out more than me, Dan. Right. Um. But don't come at it. 
when you don't, you know, like don't don't shit on something you don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't like the Edge, Edge is done such, Edge has done such quality professional wrestling theater work. Okay, uh, specifically in the theater elements of it. <laughs> That, like, <laughs> dude, there's, like also, there's also over the top this, licking people's faces. Dude, there's all this other edge stuff that you have to understand. Literally, Shebs, I watched Shebs at an event become an edge fan instantly. You were like, I don't like Edge. I was like, yo, I think he's fucking awesome now. It's not that I don't like him. I was like, I don't buy this guy as a main event guy. Right, like, right, to right. me, he was a tag guy. He was an IC guy. I was like, I can't believe he's main event. We right were now. at an ECW event in a Haverside ballroom, right? Yeah. And then what did he do? Well, you're, if you're talking about the hump pin. Oh, no. Where was that? That was that on, We watched that on TV. That oh, no. That was the, the slaps. That was Tommy Dreamer, right? Right, the, right, right. That was that was Tom. Yeah, that was a different thing. Okay. Um, at Hammerstein, what Edge did that was amazing is he speared John Foley. Cena while wearing a motorcycle helmet. He wore helmet. a motorcycle helmet. Yeah. He speared him with his head. Yeah. But the, the, the reason, the, the, the single turning point where I said, all right, Edge is ready for the main event yeah. is he was rated our superstar. <laughs> he, this was the case. era where, by the way, he was the originator yeah. of taking that Money in the Bank briefcase and becoming the ultimate opportunist with it and making that great TV of no one was swooping in when you were just, when you just had a grueling yeah, he match. Would, and they he would show up and be like, he would, he would literally come out and just ju- judge, like, is he down enough? And sometimes like, no, 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 it's too risky. It's right. so risky at bounce. He, like, that shit doesn't even exist He's anymore. the guy who cashed in when Cena was dead after a match and just yeah. came in and, and got him. But he came. I think that was his first title, no? And he pinned, I think, a woman. Was it Was it Lita? Was it Vicky? Who did he pin? I thought it was Kelly Kelly, no? Maybe it was Ke- He pinned some gal. Yeah. And for the one, two, three, he had the legs rolled up, and he just, it was missionary with the legs <laughs> on his shoulders, and he, on every beat, on one, two, and three, he was pumping. He humped the pin out. And he's the radar superstar. It's the most on gimmick. It's, I mean, nowadays, you know, say what you will, but at the time, it was, so, it was like, what a, what a, what a piece of Dude, character work. I you looked know? at that, and I said, this guy gets it. This, this guy, guy studied is with wrestling. Marcel Marceau. He studied with Marcel Marceau. No, but look, Edge, look, if you talk about, when you talk about Edge, Good for you. this guy was making out with Vicky Guerrero for years yeah. as part of La Familia. And he, he married her for the title. He married her for the title. He was so, he was fucking, he had a Schmeagol, like, uh, uh, like sickness for the title where he would literally marry <laughs> Vicky Guerrero. He would do anything for that gold. Anything. He organized one of, honestly, such an underrated stable, La Familia, where yeah. it's Vicky Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, yeah. Edge, what I was calling the Edgeheads, which were the first appearance of Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, when they both just both looked like Edge. They both had long Edge hair and wore the same things he wore. Man, it was incredible. It yeah, was incredible. Sick. Edge has gone through so many rebirths and phases and distinct character moments that are all awesome it's almost at the level of chris jericho well he de- it's almost there it's not there but it it's is not quite there. jericho's but, the goat but, but but edge is the only guy if you're going to talk about like jonathan winters to robin williams hmm. that's what you're talking about we're talking about chris jericho and right. Edge. He's the only guy that could even say they do something like this guy. No one does what this guy's doing. I agree. I think uh uh I think Edge just just the fact that he came back was so Edge. 
Like, it was such an edge fucking thing to do where you're like, he couldn't, he had a nice life, he's fucking had money, and he had to get, like, all these unnecessary triple fusion surgeries in his neck to solidify his neck just to fucking taste it again. And, like... And then slam HGH into his fucking system. (laughs) And my meal plan. To just... My meal plan. To just, Mm. like, get it all compacted in. I gotta pee and I gotta get out of here. There's a love... There's a di- this is the oh difference. You can't get these Hawaiian guys to stop. This is the difference between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Okay, what Michael Jordan has is a disease. He's an incomplete person. He's a sick fuck. He yeah. will stop at nothing for that for that ring for that title. And LeBron James is just a really amazing basketball player and good dude. Yeah. Right? There's great wrestlers. Okay, and Kobe was like that also. Like Kobe, Kobe was sick. Kobe was wow, like, yeah. like a sickness, right? But no one was. Were you talking than about Kobe MJ. or Jordan? So you're saying that Jordan is like Anakin. You were talking about Jordan. I'm talking and... about Jordan. Kobe was the only guy who had what Jordan had. But what I'm saying is that Edge, you see this guy as a kid in the crowd. You see this guy fight tooth and nail to yeah. get to the main event. If they told him He's he had to fucking fuck. rip his sick... daughter's head off and yeah. drink her spinal fluid for Lyric? another shot at the title. He would say, "Oh my God!" He would pull a fucking. He would, he would good. Thanos Serve his up, daughter man. right yeah. off the cliff, baby. He'd be like, "Move over, Hillary Clinton. Give me that Adrenochrome." Edge is an Adrenochrome junkie, and I respect it, and I love it. Um, yeah. What I'll, I'll say one last thing, and then I gotta go because I gotta yeah. pee and I gotta get out of here. So let's just pee when I'm out of here, okay, folks? Okay, let's pee. Here's the deal: Shawn Michaels was saying that he was actually him and. Nash had a lot of beef when he left the, the curtain call, which I, I didn't remember, mm-hmm. is because Sean was like only cared about wrestling and not money. And Nash was like, I wanted money. I like wanted to live the American dream. He's like, I wanted like a big fucking payday. So I was like, I went to WCW. So offer me this huge payday. And Sean was mad at him because Sean's like, we're here. We're fucking winning championships. We're traveling. Like we're doing our fucking thing. Like you're going to go to that company like just for, you know. Uh, and so Edge is in that Sean camp, you know, and I'll always, I'll always admire it, you know, mm-hmm. that Sean, Brett, the guys, have, they're so fucking serious about pro wrestling, which is such a ridiculous thing to be serious about, but also it is great. It requires those people, you know, it demands those people and uh, thank God they exist, you know, my favorite thing about Cause, you know, uh, the rock will not get us there. Like I love the rock. The Rock loves wrestling, so it's almost coming off as like I'm now I'm bringing up a whole other thing I don't want to get into. But The Rock does is is it, do, there's something about Edge where they eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling in a Look, way that is different. Not everyone gets to be The Rock. All right, The Rock right. is just like is born perfect. Right. He's, right. he's a perfect specimen, ready for this life. With, Anomaly with, with generations. He, he is pure. Even wrestling. if The Rock wanted to be that, he couldn't because he's too talented. Right. What you know? Edge is, Edge has got grit. Mm-hmm. Edge is the guy who just <laughs> and will. And he'll tell you. And he'll, and tell, he'll you. tell. He'll be the first. I'm saying what Edge has is, it ain't gonna work for you, pal. It ain't working out. Like honestly, he may never have a title around. His, he may never be the world champion again. But he will never sleep until he does it again. The Rock doesn't need that belt ever again. He's fine. He goes to bed great. Edge will be fighting. I hope they put that title on him one more time because if not, he will stop at nothing in real life to get that thing around his waist one more time. Yeah. Anyway, folks, we got to go. Uh, we'll see you at the bonus. I got to figure out what to do with the bonus. I was too long here. I mean, Newman, you'll do the bonus with me if you're around. We'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. I got to get my I gotta get my phone fixed, but yeah, tomorrow. Okay, okay well, 
Fine. Uh, but everybody, uh, so, all right, a couple things is that I'm going to be dropping uh, today, possibly early tomorrow. Well, with this episode, it should be dropping the bonus episode for all patrons of uh, Hot Tub Hanging, talking to Mount Rushmore Minisode. That's going to be coming out. Uh, the bonus episode will be coming out this week. We'll talk about uh, Fighter Fest. And um, uh, and next week, Shebs will have a big announcement on the podcast. His big announcement this week was that there's a big announcement next week. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're hoping to have more information from that. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Mahalo, bro.